Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner and I have a special episode for us this week where I am just going to be doing a solo episode and sharing some thoughts that I have been digesting over the last few months. And I was recently invited to Dr. Isaac Jones Health Experts Alliance uh, seminar and I was a speaker there and I was able to present on a topic near and dear to my heart uh, and I entitled the talk the future of medicine and really building the future of medicine together. And during that conversation, I shared some of my inspirations and I got through uh, this point of really thinking about, you know, what are we up against these days and why do I see the patients I do so sick um, in my office? And I came up with combining this idea of the modern terrain and really how do we build a resilient terrain? So I thought it would be a value to share some of my uh, most recent thoughts on the topic. So uh, many of you know that I am a big proponent and believer, and I have studied bioregulatory medicine. And bioregulatory medicine is this form of medicine that came out of Europe. And if you want to learn more, this is a plug for brmi.online. Uh, they have a wonderful website with a wealth of information about bioregulatory medicine. And a big difference in bioregulatory medicine is a few things, but one is that the body is always trying to self-regulate and heal. And when we find that we're sick or imbalanced, that and essentially there's um, a roadblock or an obstacle that is in the way of that communication network. And our job as bioregulatory physicians is to really facilitate and remove those obstacles so the body can do the work that it knows how to do. It's also um, one of the main premises of bioregulatory medicine is really around terrain theory. And it's not just about a bug coming in contact with um, a person and then they get sick regardless, but it's really that um, the host is always able to respond to this bug or to this environmental insult. And all of us uh, can feel empowered because we can really, we're, we're in control of how we respond. And so we're really, again, a big believer of how do we create a resilient terrain and how do we do what we can within our power to do that. Hi, everyone. I wanted to take a moment to thank BioPure, who has been a very special sponsor to me in growing this podcast and growing a portal called Eminence Life. Their support has been invaluable to my growth, and I have been so grateful not only for their support, but also the incredible products that they make that are really a cornerstone of my protocols with patients. I've been using these products for over 11 years, and I am so impressed with their potency, their quality, and how they really integrate science and nature. They also lab test for purity. And they also, you know, really deliver results. And the unique things about BioPure that I really love are their liposomal formulations, as well as their suppositories, because the medicine that we practice can only work when it gets to the tissues that are affected by things that we uh, treat every day. And that is looking at toxicants that are so um, part of our terrain these days, as well as their effect on our immune system and really the imbalance of the ecosystem of our body and how we really are looking at these chronic pathogens on how they affect our immune system and create symptoms. So please check out BioPure. They are extending a really generous offer of 10% off their products with the code BioPure10 on my supplement store called ipothecarystore.com. And that is ipothecary with an I. And please check them out and please get to know their product line. And I'd love to hear from you how these products transform your health. Have a beautiful day.
what are we up against in the modern terrain, right? What are the insults? And I wrote a slide around listing these. And one, um, again, part of bioregulatory medicine is um, looking at interference fields. Um, I educate a lot about this. So you probably heard me talk um, ad nauseum about these things. But if you're struggling out there, and you haven't looked at this, please do. This is around scar interference fields, uh, focal infections, which can be often the tonsils and the sinuses, and then dental, dental interference fields, such as amalgams, root canals, and cavitations. This is a big part of my work. I often treat people's scars with neural therapy when they come to visit. I also look at hidden focal infections where people have had uh, chronic issues in that these tissues become um, almost a reservoir for dysbiotic microbes, um, especially in the tonsils, which is a big part of our lymphatic system. And then the sinuses that have a lot to do with, you know, our brain or respiratory system and is um, also connected to digestion. And then the dental uh, piece is huge. And it's all about connecting with the right team so that you have a really powerful experience looking into this work. So removing your amalgam safely, working with a biological dentist who understands how to remove root canals and cavitations safely as well. So interference fields are an salt our terrain. And then I believe really our disrupted circadian biology. So we have these natural rhythms in nature within our bodies and uh, the circadian rhythm is really the daily rhythm of life. And there are many things that are a biological mismatch for the time of day and the rhythm that we are and then the environmental inputs that we're getting. And we're very sensitive uh, to light. And so we are, you know, we, we communicate a lot with light um, in our body, not only from thinking about the biophoton communication that happens within and around us, but also we get a lot of input from our environmental exposures to light. So when we think about light, you know, we think about, you know, we are overexposed, especially to blue light at uh, the wrong times of the day. So blue light should be in the morning. It should be something that wakes us up. It helps to degrade melatonin into serotonin and helps us to, you know, essentially uh, feel alert and awake. And then often LED lights have a lot of blue light that they emit. And so if you are surrounded by these lights in the evening, that can be very disruptive um, to your pineal gland and your pineal gland is not getting the signaling um, that it needs to say that, you know, to know it's bedtime. Um, so I um, I am a big believer of um, circadian lighting. I had a episode in the early days with Milena Simonova, who really educated me on circadian lighting as part of, um, you know, this whole field of architecture. And then the other piece is, um, you know, looking at um, other light bulbs that you can use that you can change the spectrum of light during the day. And I've been using Dave Asprey's True Dark, um, especially at night when I have to work, I have the true dark light on, I have my Himalayan salt lamps on, and then I also um, use the flux uh, screensaver to get the blue light out of the computer. And then, you know, when we think about circadian biology, we think a lot about the pineal gland um, because the pineal gland really helps us to take that information from our environment and transduce it into chemical information in the brain. And unfortunately, our pineal gland is really ever increasingly uh, toxic. And I actually have biological who do these 3D x-rays of the mouth and they are able to see uh, the calcification of the pineal gland on these scans. And so um, it's not just fringe science, it, it's it's happening. And the more calcification happens in the pineal gland, the less flexibility and ability it is to uh, transmit that 
um, information from our environment and translate it into really healthy amounts of melatonin and so forth. And so I believe we're really in a melatonin deficient time. And the things that really assault our pineal gland are fluoride, glyphosate, aluminum and electrosmog or EMF. So those are um, things to think about. And then another insult to our terrain is um, environmental toxicants. So these are things like heavy metals, glyphosate, GMOs, uh, persistent organic pollutants that can be like phthalates and all the derivatives of plastics and microplastics, um, mycotoxins, and again, electrosmog. I also, you know, we have a lot of information now about uh, the vagus nerve. And I think the vagus nerve is um, really dysfunctional. A lot of my patients and it's, um, you know, I think it's related to this overwhelming toxicity in the vagus nerve as well as infection. And then again, thinking about terrain theory, that all of these things tend to imbalance our ecosystem. So where um, stealth and opportunistic pathogens thrive, like Lyme and co-infections, mold, yeast, parasites, viruses, retroviruses. And again, we're, we're not sterile beings. We are full of microbes and we have all of these microbiomes in the body. And so these insults um, to our terrain create an environment that these things thrive or become opportunistic or when encountered, we actually become sick from them. And then part of our terrain is a lot about our mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. So I do feel that trauma, of course, um, can affect the terrain, um, unmetabolized emotions. So we you know, have a saying, the issues are in the tissues, that there is something called fascial memory and that the fascia and the connective tissue and the structured water and the fascia um, whole memory. And that's why people can have a profound experience through body work with opening up with essentially doing body work. We can uh, release and uh, become aware of maybe memories or emotions that get stored um, in scar tissue or just in, in our fascia. Um, and then living in fear. I mean, we know that fear is a response that the human has, but you know, it should be short-lived and this prolonged state of fear can um, have a huge impact on our emotional well-being, our limbic system, our immune system, and so forth. And so I try to think about, okay, you know, I'm often asked by my patients, okay, well, what's wrong with me? You know, what, what are all these things doing? Or what's my diagnosis? Because we're still in that paradigm of, okay, we need a diagnosis, we need a strategy, then we're done. And and I understand that, but I think we have to evolve these, you know, understandings of, um, you know, what is happening within our physiology. And so um, I came up with this idea that these insults degrade the extracellular matrix so that um, that part of us that is between the cells that has so much to do with with our um, ability to detoxify our uh, communication network in the body. They also perpetuate the cell danger response that actually happens in the extracellular matrix and these alert signals that happen um, between cells when we're under threat. And that when we have prolonged or perpetuated cell danger response, that's when um, we're in a sickness pattern. They, of course, congest the lymphatic system. And you know that I'm always going to tell you to move your lymphatic system. And we you know, have lots of tools and products to do that. And then irritate our mast cells because the mast cells are often in the lymph and in the extracellular matrix and they're bombarded by all of these insults. And that's why we're seeing this increase and rise in mast cell activation syndrome or this really spectrum of mast cell, you know, hypervigilance, if you will. And we see all of these excess inflammatory conditions and sensitivities due to mast cell 
issues. And then of course, they disrupt the microbiomes in the body. They also destructure the water within us. So uh, the fourth phase of water or um, exclusions on water is a really important part of our cell biology, as well as how fluids you know move within us and how um, we hydrate ourselves. And we know that electrosmog actually can destructure um, the water. We know that toxicants can be hard for us to have healthy exclusions on water when we're full of toxicants, just going to be a big part of reducing cellular energy, communication, and so forth. And they really block regulation in our autonomic nervous system. So I know many people understand that. Also block regulation in the fascia, as well as the biofield. So the biofield is the field of information and energy um, that's both electromagnetic and subtle um, that's around us. And that leads to lack of coherence disease. And coherence is a word that you're hearing us talk about more and more. And it's something that I feel is foundational to understanding, but coherence is this organized alignment of information in the body. And when things are coherent, that translates into basically aligned, organized cellular communication, cell physiology, and of course, health. And all of these things get in the way. So um, not to leave you with just, okay, here's the problem, nothing to do with it. So a big part of my protocols with patients are how to create a resilient terrain. I feel like that's really very much my job. And so how do we do this? How do we address it? So we were remove roadblocks by addressing interference fields. So go find a practitioner who does neurotherapy or a biological dentist. We drain the extracellular matrix and the lymphatics, and that's going to be all of our beautiful uh, drainage remedies. I love Pacana and Physica, and and I am working with a new company that has plant stem cell remedies. Um, We do so many things. They have so much education on the lymph, and we have our new lymph flow cream that works really well. Also through LUMV, I have a lot of different lymphatic body products as well. So move your lymph. If you get one thing out of this conversation, um, binders are really important so we can bind and eliminate you know, the toxicants and the biotoxins we are exposed to. So I use a lot of cell cores, fulvic and hemic acids. Um, I use biopirazeobind, charcoal, clay, chlorella, um, modified citrus pectin. And you want to support the organs in elimination because we're only as healthy as we can eliminate all of these stressors in the body. And so that's going to be supporting the liver and the gallbladder. So I love castor oil packs. I love um, herbs and supplements that help to move bile. You know, we want to look at kidney health. So hydration, are you drinking clean filtered water? And if you're going to the next step, are you structuring the water? I've had some information on lots of different structured water devices and I love Spring Aqua as well as the Wellness Enterprises Aqua Energizer. Um, you know, our lungs, right? I think with the current state of things, we are looking at more of our lung health and our lungs are really important. So breathe Breathing, breathing, if you just, you know, focus on your breath a few times um, a day and you can really get into that not only helpful elimination, but you can also um, get into that deep parasympathetic um, meditative um, you know, space that's really healthy. Uh, colon, so we want to have healthy bowel movements and um, whether it's magnesium or you know, cell cores bowel mover or vitamin C or castor oil packs or coffee enemas or colonics, whatever you need to do to keep the bowels moving is really important. And then our skin, right? So that's where sweating um, comes in. So we're, we're supporting the organs of elimination and then stabilizing mast cells. So this is a really through line 
line, a big through line in my work. And I feel like most patients have some mast cell stabilization that they're doing these days. So that's going to be using things like quercetin, nettles. So sometimes we do use compounded medications like catodifin and chromalin and different H1 and H2 blockers. Um, this can really help people tolerate treatment. We want to create a, a safe sleeping location because we need to really have healthy, good quality sleep where we get into deep sleep and REM sleep so that our brains can heal and detoxify and the glymphatic system works. Um, also that our hormonal system and our immune system can really reboot. This is a nice time to have a sleeping location that has the least amount of electrosmog that you're exposed to during the day. Um, electrosmog is this idea of cell phones and Wi-Fi and all of these things that have a cumulative effect over time. So how do we create a location that's going to be really safe and supportive? There's a lot of education out there online. There's things from shielding to harmonizing to Dr. Mokola's uh, sleep tent. And then we're going to balance the ecosystem and support the immune system. And this is where a lot of our botanical medicine, sometimes medications, a lot of our IV therapy is going to be um, involved. Increasing exclusion on water in the body. So that's going to either be through drinking it through those filters I shared, also being exposed to red light and or UV light grounding hyperbaric oxygen. And then this is where I really feel like we're going. I, I Part of my talk was how do we bridge biofield science with functional medicine? I feel like that is the future of medicine. And so I share, you know, really how do we add coherent information through light, sound, and frequency to the field? And that can translate into um a coherent, aligned, ordered, balanced biochemical reactions in the body. We want to support our patients and also generating their own coherence through meditation and gratitude. And that is going to be, again, a big part of, you know, I know many of you know that I've been down the Dr. Joe Dispenza rabbit hole and I just love what he's doing. I love what he's sharing. And this idea with his work, as well as the work of um, HeartMath, that we can also generate a coherent field of information of energy uh, through the opening of our heart through gratitude, love, and appreciation. And that actually sends a message to our brain that that also creates more ordered information for our brain. And this heart-brain coherence generates an electromagnetic field that not only translates to our physical health, but we're also um, more able to, to connect with what we call the unified field. Um, and that is very much what I'm a student of and how we can access this unlimited uh, potential in the field of information of energy that surrounds all of us. Um, so meditation is, you know, a very important part. I think that we need to put that at the top of our protocols rather than the bottom often. And then of course, addressing trauma. So whether that is in the limbic system, through limbic retraining, EMDR, through the fascia, through bio work or body work rather, um, through the biofield, through things um, like sound and light and energy healing. This is my way of making sense of how do we really create a resilient terrain. And a lot of my protocols are guided by this thought process. So I just wanted to you know, share um, my thoughts um, as I have the opportunity to do this solo podcast. And I am so grateful for all of the listeners of the podcast. This is um, definitely a part of my world that gives me so much joy. I get to connect with each of you. I often get to connect with um, really thought-provoking pioneers in my community. And I learn so much of, and I'm learning in real time while you're also learning with me. And that is, um, you know, I think how we just continue to evolve and the the speed we need to to address the issue that so many people need help out there. And so if you've enjoyed this uh, solo episode, please reach out and let me know. Um, a few things I just want to share too about what I'm up to. 
I have launched a online portal that I am so proud of. I'm so grateful for my team and my community for making this happen. And it's been a vision of mine for a while and it's called Eminence Life. And it's, um, you know, for not only my patients that glue between their visits and they get all the support through an educational library and community through yoga and breath work and live cooking classes and challenges. But I also, the vision for this is for connecting with those patients that I might not be able to see in person. I can only see so many people and I have this wonderful team at my clinic in Seattle, um, but we can only help so many people. And, you know, we're also with the, you know, just the state of the world and having to do more telemedicine. We can only establish care with new patients via telemedicine in states we're licensed in. So often we get a lot of interest from states we're not licensed in yet. And so this is a goal to just um, create group education, information, and experience so that you can propel your health forward as you're looking for a provider. Um, and then again, um, just check that out. It's Eminence Life. And if you have any questions, please reach out to myself and my team. And then we have this amazing clinic in Seattle. So if you are ready to take your health to the next level and really need the guidance of you know myself and my clinical team, we have a wonderful team of providers that really help uh, to create momentum uh, for you. And you know, at Eminence, we do everything from detoxification therapies like colon hydrotherapy, lymphatic drainage, ionic foot baths. We have all sorts of different mats. Um, we have a really wonderful IV um, therapy program where we have a Weber laser where we can do intravenous biophoton therapy. We have a 10-pass ozone, UVBI, ozone, and then a, a host of other nutritional IVs for you to experience. We have the lymphatic equipment that my dear friend Kelly Kennedy introduced me to called the uh, Flopresso, um, which is compression, infrared, and nanovibrational technology that really helps to move lymph and increase exclusions on water in the body. We have the sound of soul that actually is sound therapy that helps to basically takes your heart rate variability and converts your heart into music and light and plays it back to you. So it's a way to add coherence and auto-tune your field um, and really can help create profound realizations and profound physical um, experiences. We have also a couple different bioregulatory medicine, but also bioenergetic medicine assessment tools. So I have a alpha thermography. It's a basically regulation thermography that looks at the autonomic nervous system. We have the BioWell camera that we can look at the biofield. Um, we have the AO scan and the Nest scan so that we can also um, look through bioenergetic assessment where there can be resonant frequency disturbances and help to map a plan that looks at it from a bioenergetic level. And then, of course, we have a team of wonderful providers. I have Dr. Amanda Wilms, who is a naturopath that I worked with um, for quite some time, and she's an incredible uh, naturopathic physician who specializes in children as well as adults. So check out her bio on the website. And then, yeah, if you are looking to take your health to the next level, just check out our website, um, eminencehealth.com, and you can book a discovery call. So thank you so much for listening to this short solo episode. And if you've been enjoying these, please feel free to leave a review or uh, shoot me an email. And we are so grateful that you have chosen to be part of our community. Thank you and have a beautiful day.